The Dadcast, episode 45, iPads a go-go. This week's show is brought to you in part by Split Reason. Get your gear for geeks and gamers by visiting us at twofatdads.com forward slash split reason. Nearly live from the Wendy House studios of Valois Bay, it's the Two Fat Dads Dadcast. I'm Francois Fortier. Good evening, everybody. Good evening. That is uh, Eric, who's sitting at the other side of the bar, and uh, he has got the lovely. Uh, what kind of what kind of scotch is this again, Eric? Uh, well, originally I took out the red breast. Ooh, well, I was like a little bit. I don't know. You're into red breast. I thought you're more of a blonde kind of guy. <laughs> so, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm actually drinking. In the end, I, I figured I'll polish off the the remnants of a uh, of a uh, Jack Daniel's bicentennial. Whiskey. Jack Daniel's or Jameson's? Uh, Jack Daniels. Ah, okay, all right, okay, okay. I thought I saw Jameson. I have some remnants there. of a Jameson too. Well, I'll, maybe I'll maybe uh, when I finish off my Guinness, maybe I'll polish that off for you. I'm not a friend, a fan of the Jack unless it's Gentleman Jack, and it's served by our good friend who just happens to be on a go train. It seems like, Mr. Stephen Magoo, how are you? There you go. <laughs> are you are you going through Lachine right now? Uh, yeah, I'm only on two bars right now. <laughs> Oddly enough, my phone doesn't say 4G on it. Yeah. No, not me neither. We'll get that in a second. Um, in a second, I'm just going to make a phone call quickly to a good friend of ours. So just hang on. Uh, ooh, are you arriving at your station here? <laughs> when they make station announcements, try to hold your phone up so we can hear where you are. He's, I don't think he's going to respond to that. <laughs> so hang on a second, guys. One. The more, the more Jack I drink, the less I That's my um, phone dialing I'm calling there. Let's see if we get him on the, on the call here. Hello? Hello, come on, va? Can you hear me now? I can hear you. Is that Ben? No, it's Steve. Oh, Hello. it didn't work. Hang on. Let me try to call Ben again. Calling him on a real phone number. I thought I was. Unless I'm calling somebody who picked up his old phone and is now working for our <laughs> old company. <laughs> and I'm calling them at 930 at night. You've reached Benoit Bilodeau's voicemail. At the tone, leave me a message. Well, it appears... It appears you're still alive, Ben. Ah, oh, it appears you're still alive, Ben, so at least that's good. We're just checking in on you. We wondered might might have possibly happened. Uh, if you do get this message before the end of our show, call us in, okay? Because we really uh, want to speak to you and find out... Uh, if if you're still around and how rehab's going. So talk to you later, Ben. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess Ben's not joining us after all. <laughs> so uh he also doesn't look like he's hung up. No. Well I think I hung him up there. So thank you for joining us all on an extraordinary dad cast, which we're we're willing to to sacrifice all audio quality for the sake of a good joke, which went terribly wrong within three seconds of making the call. <laughs> so 
Uh, I, I wanted to, uh, to, to, to have a, a, a quick brief review over the biggest news that happened this week, which is the, the launch of not the third generation iPad, not the iPad 3, not the iPad HD, but just the plain old new iPad, which you can't confuse with the iPad 2 or the original iPad. So there's a new iPad. It's a new iPad. It's a new iPad. And it, it, it's bigger or it's smaller? It's not the new iPad. It's a new iPad. A new iPad. And, and it comes in white. It's like a man. It's just iPad. Like Madonna. Well, I don't know about Madonna, though. But No, actually, it's, it's, a, it's pretty well specced out. It's, um, it, it follows on from, uh, from Apple's traditional... Um, Evolution over after revolution model. So obviously the iPad two was a was a huge uh, form factor change compared to the iPad one form factor. I mean they made it round and slimmer than the iPad one. Um, they they've they've bumped up what looks like the the i i five chip. Uh, so they put an i five x in there. It's a it's a dual core. Another it's still a dual core, but it's a really uh, uh, fast one. Uh, they don't even say funny enough. They don't even say how many gigahertz it is. I think they they don't even care about that anymore. Um, is it more powerful than the uh, Tegra Three? Well, that's what they're stating. They're stating that the that's one of the things. It's got a quad uh, GP quad core GPU. Now, that's not saying that the that the chip is quad core, but the the but like you know the processor stuff, but the GPU is actually quad core. And they're they're saying they're getting better speeds out of it than the Tegra Three. So, which I believe Tegra Three is reputed. Uh, just today in the news that they said, no, 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 we'll, we'll benchmark it and we'll let you know, which is actually, I don't think they refuted it. I think they just took offense to it. Okay. Well, they can take offense, whatever they like. If it's true, then they could just shut up about it. But I think what they're saying is that it's not true. And I think the A5X is actually a quad core processor. No, and actually, if you, you're on the Apple.com spec sheet, it actually says dual core Apple A5X custom designed high performance, low power system on a chip with quad core graphics. <laughs> so that is the specs for that one. Um, but I mean, the biggest thing about this, this thing is, is, you know, we know that the OS is, is, is highly uh, tailored for, for the A5, and the A5 is highly tailored for the OS, so there's a good mix between the two. And this all boils down to, uh, you know, the fact that when Apple's really serious about something, they make sure the hardware works with what they're doing. But the biggest, the biggest thing... Uh, about this iPad is obviously the Retina display. Uh, they're doing 2048 by uh, 1536 pixel resolution, so which is like, it's, I don't know, it's like three million pixels, and it's like, uh, it's 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 four times bigger than, uh, or maybe not four times bigger, but it's it's a hell of a lot crisper than than at 1080p. So um, it, it's really impressive, and I, I haven't seen one of these screens live, but the pictures I've seen of the screen look just like fantastic even compared to to the ipad 2 so uh, i'll be i'll be really interested in seeing how that works it, apparently it's like it'll be like touching paper what, what schiller was saying was that it's 3.1 million pixels you get a million more pixels than you do in a, in a high def tv um and um and the funny thing was is during the keynote they were saying what they were displaying displaying the photos of it on a, on a medium that couldn't display the proper re- resolution of the screen. So, so just imagine how nice it looks like. It's almost like those uh, sharp commercials with uh, George Takei who says, well, imagine if there's a fourth color. Oh, my. 
right? Yeah, it's yeah. it's the let's, same kind of approach. Let's not let's not bring in the the sharp color thing into this comparison, but I, I get what you're saying. <laughs> but no, he was it, it's true. He was saying that the the res, you know the the resolution is so just so crisp and so sharp that. Um, that you know, it's impossible to even see the pixel if you're if you're up close to the thing. They've, they've done some really amazing job with with this with the screen, and, and, and I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing one actually. So, I think I still got the fingerprint resistant uh, oleophobic uh, and all that other stuff on top of the screen, but and the screen size. Oh, you're almost there, Steve. And <laughs> the screen size is almost the same. Uh, is is exactly the same as it was before. It's only about 0.6 millimeters thicker than the old one, and about maybe a, a, a tenth of a pound uh, heavier. Because actually, the batteries are a lot, lot bigger in this one as well. Because they, they try, they try to manage to keep the uh, nine nine hour battery life. So it'll be really interesting to see what they're doing with this, um, uh, and how fat you know how 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 powerful it's going to be. Um, it's also got LTE. And it's not just the, uh, the, or the, the, the Canadian 4G where we basically just take HSPA plus and call it 4G. This really is uh, DCHSDPA for, for one side and also proper LTE at 700 and 2100 megahertz. So the, their theoretical download speeds of 73, we'll probably see nothing better than 43 anywhere in, in, in Canada unless you're like right underneath the tower and there's nobody else on the network ever. But... Uh, it's pretty impressive when you think about it that the the cellular network is getting as fast as a LAN. So, well, my my colleagues in the states um, who have LTE, they consistently get sixteen, and they're very happy with sixteen. So, yeah. anything better than that, I think, is gravy. Well, I got I got I mean, I get fifteen through the uh, the cable at, at home here, and I'm very happy with that. So, uh, but you know, I mean, it, it all depends on how many people are on the network, right? So, we'll, we'll see how, what happens there. Uh, the biggest problem in, in, in Canada, generally, in, especially Montreal right now, is that our, our cellular networks are saturated. There's way too many people on them. Uh, and uh, there's just, just, you can have the best network in the world, but there's just not enough data to go around. So we're all fighting for uh, a, a small bit of the pipe. And, and we're, you know, it's, it's not helping anybody, and we're getting really, really poor performance out of all of it. So that's just a shame. But. Uh... When they when they lit up the LTE in Ottawa and Toronto and stuff, I remember reading that they were lighting it up and only enabling like the USB thumb draw, uh, thumbsticks, you know, the fire sticks or whatever, but not phones yet. Well, they, so they're able to make that distinction as to what they allowed to be on um, the faster network. Well, L- so L- I don't have they have they opened it up for the phones now. So LTE is just a data carrier, right? So I mean, you're, you usually what happens with the um, with the networks is that your 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 GSM um, or your HSPA whatever is the, there's a voice portion on one side and then there's the 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 data portion on the other side. That's what allows you to have uh, voice and data transmissions at the same time. So LTE is purely data, and what they usually do is they they couple that with uh, with another voice track like a, a voice track or a voice channel on top of it, right? So you'll have your UMTS HSPA HSPA plus, which will give you your your GSM. Uh, you know, in the GSM band. So GSM band, we're talking 850, 900, 1900, 2100, or uh, and 1800 and 1900. So we're talking about those those bands of 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 which is voice. And you, for voice, you don't need much. I mean, you you could you know you do a little bit, and they dedicate the voice on its own, and then the LTE comes on top of that and gives you the gives you the 700 and the uh, and the 2100 megahertz uh, 
DMs. <laughs> so it's so it's it's actually pretty impressive. So for the iPad, since there is no voice, it won't make a difference. But have they enabled the data LTE for telephones yet? Yeah. At first, they were making a distinction for data sticks and then telephones. So they were saying the first rollout is only for uh, like PCs or. The, the 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 data sticks, but that they weren't enabling LTE telephones yet well, to, there to jump any. on board. They're, they're, well, no, there were there were some. They, they, what they were afraid of, I think, was saturating the network with with cell phones that um, you know to use up the data. They wanted to to roll yeah. it out slowly. So, so the only uh, the only smartphones out there that had the LTE were some of the 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 big quad core uh, ga- galaxies, HTC, and yeah, stuff exactly. Like that, right? So. So, uh, and it depends on the carrier. I mean, uh, some carriers did one thing, some carriers did the other thing. Some carriers only came to market with a uh, only came to market with a, a phone. They never got, they never had the USB stick until later. So it all depends on how on 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 what they did. When I tested um, when I I tested both Rogers and Bell's and even Telus's LTE, um, but this was pretty much pre massive light up. And so I was getting I was getting some big speeds, but uh, if I when I plug any one of these devices into in, into whatever computer or I'm using now, I'm not I'm not even seeing the speeds I'm seeing now. And actually, in in Montreal, there is still no LTE light up for Bell, which which is pretty deplorable because Yellowknife has it, and so does Halifax. But apparently, Montreal, we don't need LTE. So, um, so we will find out. I mean, that'll happen. I mean, LT is going to be a slower light up than HSBA to begin with. And when I don't think we're going to go into we should too much. We should go leave too much into details about that, anyways. But in generally, HSBA was a, was a hurry light up to try to try to cover as many as much as Canada as possible in time for the Olympics. LT is well. Let's let's light up the pockets we need immediately and 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 how the rollout goes and, and see which the big. It's going to be the massive population pockets, and then after that, everything else afterwards. Um, and then. Sorry, Eric? And then Quebec. Yeah, and then Quebec. <laughs> so they've also included a Bluetooth 4 radio. So I don't know if you guys are familiar with Bluetooth 4. Uh, I've read about the spec, but uh, I haven't seen a device in the wild yet. So uh, Bluetooth 4, actually, they, they, the 4S, you have one in your pocket, is, is a Bluetooth 4 device. Uh, yeah, Bluetooth 4 is a, uh, or you're holding in your hand probably, trying to see how many bars you got left. Uh, but, but the uh, Bluetooth 4 device is a uh, incredibly low-power uh, Bluetooth radio. Essentially, you could you could have if you had a Bluetooth only device uh, that 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 like if if say like a keyboard that was Bluetooth four only, literally that that battery could last about maybe three or four months. Um, it's a very very low power radio and and it's very very you know it's 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 like a, a really enhanced uh, final version of Bluetooth, which is pretty cool. So it, it's got that built into it. It's it's kind of expected. Um, there aren't that many Bluetooth accessories out right now. Uh, the few that there are, it'll be fun to see how 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 they the, the, how they work and all whatnot. But if you're doing a uh, like a, a 4S to a 4S connection, um, say on a train, say playing like Need for Speed, you shouldn't see that much of a hit on 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 the data transmissions. What you should be seeing the only hit on is is the uh, the GPU going like crazy because you're racing cars, um, you know, at uh, and baking your hand. Yeah, that that that's true. That's true. Is there a fan in the new iPad? There is no fans in the iPads. It's all SSDs. It's, 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 ah, well, it's right, a, right, right there. I, I, I mean, the Windows tablets have you beat because because they have fans, right? Yeah, so, obviously. They also have Windows Seven, and let's not go there either. I guess. Uh, <laughs> it has a five megapixel iSight camera. So they're 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 they've said they've called iSight cameras the the cameras that are good enough to do HD video conferencing. 
any camera that attains that level, they call them eyesight cameras. Uh, but they slap the 5 megapixel on the back, and I think it's at 1080p on the front. So I don't know what kind of camera you need, how many megapixels you need to do uh, to do uh, 1080p. But it's that's what they're saying that they've got on there as well. Uh, of course, you know the the they'll have GPS with the um, on on the um, on the 3G models with assisted GPS and the digital compass. So you'll be able to photo tag your pictures and all that stuff as well. So it, it's very much that's very much like the old iPad, except for the camera is a lot nicer. They use the iPhone 4 optics, not the 4S optics. That's quite important to note as well. Um, the 4S optics are 8 megapixels with 5 pieces of glass. And I think the 4 has like 4 pieces of glass or something like that. So it's not the it's not the quality optics you have on your 4S. And, and, but it's good enough to shoot a small video. or um, And this is where you're going to see um, uh, a funny thing. Because I, I kind of remember uh, seeing or reading, I can't remember if it was in the Steve Jobs biography or, or hearing Steve Jobs talk about it, that he, he cringed at the idea of somebody standing up at a, at a school recital with an iPad and shooting, a pic, of taking a picture of their kid. It just seemed crazy that somebody would do that with a with an iPad and not like an iPhone or a smaller device. Um, and he's kind of right. I, I when, when I saw somebody doing that and once before I saw him taking a picture with the, iP- with the iPad, I was like, what the hell are they doing? It just seemed weird. So what they've... Uh, but, but what I can see the the high definition camera really coming into play with is when is for me like applications based right. So you're in a say the medical field and and you you want to take a diagnostic of somebody and you want to get maybe a colleague who is you know three thousand four thousand miles away. You want to take a really good picture of 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 like maybe a, some weird bed sore or some weird ulcer or something i don't know i'm not a doctor but some, something gross right something's really disgusting on the uh and take a picture and send it to a colleague at least they'd be able to see what it really is right i'd like a second opinion on that bed sore <laughs> like i don't no, know no like worry. i watch too much gray's anatomy so <laughs> I, I just tweeted it we'll have plenty of opinions in a minute but it's for that that kind of application stuff. Also, if you're if you're getting to a if if you've got some kind of a recovery site or something, you get to a zone, and you want to measure up the place. You got a good good quality camera with some good optics. You can take a picture of the landscape and then put it into an application right away that might be able to measure based on the angles and the distance and all that kind of stuff and be able to really give you a clean setting. So um, imagine like a. a a landscape architect who comes to your house and uh, they say, and you say, I'd like to have a deck here. And they say, they take a picture with their iPad and then they build the deck right onto the picture. And based on, on the, the picture they took and, and, and what they know to be the size of your house, they can tell you that, okay, right away, this is going to cost you anywhere between ten and, and $1,500 of lumber. And uh, we're probably going to run into some problems here with some sunlight coming in from the backyard. So it won't put a big trellis here. You know, there's some good applications that can be done like that. And I can see the need is, for... Uh, is that what your, uh, your architect did who built your deck? Yeah, Al, Al exactly did that. He uses iPad and uh, no, but uh, <laughs> no, but I can I can see the need for that as an application base. You need some good optics for applic for. Oh, uh, Eric's falling over too much whiskey. I'm going to sit on the floor for the rest of this bad cat. Okay, so <laughs> just say I fallen and I can't get up. So uh, so you know uh, you know an application base usage is is where I can really see the 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 camera coming into into play and and. It could be good. I, 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 I used to laugh at the fact that he even had a camera 
on the iPad. And the more and more different uses I see of people using an iPad, I think, oh, well, that's not so silly. Uh, so, I, I still get a laugh out of the people who, who stand there holding that iPad above their head, taking pictures of, of whatever's going on. Yeah, it is. It is bizarre. It, it really is bizarre. But I can understand, like, if you, you know, if you're needing a doing a, a job or you're doing an assessment or you're doing something where you need to take something, you know, at least you know you're not. Then you're not yeah. having you're not having to pull out a camera, take out the SD card, stick it in the little photo adapter, putting it in the bottom of the iPad, then importing it. If you have a good enough camera on there right away, and you only need it to, to line something up, click, click. There we go. Do the measurements, and then you're done. So yeah. I I I can that, see a lot cool. of people, I, maybe even real estate agents doing a lot of work on it, you know, and and stuff like that. So I I, I can see it coming to play. Um, was, does it have a flash? No flash. How was the low light performance on it? Uh, it they, they don't say how many ISOs it has on the bottom end. Uh, like I said, I think it's mostly for daytime stuff and uh, and and well lit rooms and things. Um, it's not going to be a killer uh, compared to the phone the phone or the camera you have, right? Um, what, what about the, the Nokia there with the 41 megapixel camera? So the 808, right? And I, th- I believe that one's even still running Symbian. Um, some of you have to you have to Google that, Eric, and make sure, see if it's Symbian or yeah, if it's I Windows. Think, uh, I think Symbian. Also, oh, it's a smartphone. So, yeah, it's a smartphone. The Nokia 808 smartphone. Um, so it's it's yeah, interesting. I don't think Win- I don't think Windows could handle that kind of resolution, right? Whereas Symbian uh, Symbian was built for that. So. I don't know. Uh, I, I from what I read. I have my reservations about that 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 forty one megapixel because it cheats a little bit. It's a bunch of five megapixel optics that take multiple pictures and then com- and then combine them and compress them, and 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 yeah. not compress them, but uh, you know like you know collate them together and and so I'm not I'm not yeah. too sure how that work thing works. They're multiple samples. Yeah, doing. yeah, very much so. So it's like it's like another version of HDR to a certain degree, right? Without having the the flaky weird effect. So. Yeah. So no, I think I think it's pretty interesting, and I think uh, for a guy who's using an iPad One right now, I I definitely don't have any reservations about about ditching my iPad One and going out and getting this this new iPad Three. Um, Craigslist. Well, no, actually, I think I think somebody in the family will end up having the iPad One anyways. But I I'm I'm pretty sure that um, that if I wasn't getting one for work, I would get one anyways. Uh, I, I can, and I think it's down to the software they're putting onto this device now. I mean, that just the if you look at the Apple software alone that's going on to onto the iPad, they have uh, Pages, Numbers, and Keynote, which is basically your Excel, Word, and and PowerPoint, and that's basically your Office Suite. Mail, Calendar work better than the Outlook that most people have on their normal computers. Uh, a while ago, they added GarageBand for the you know. Just as I think they did as a proof of concept, but people actually started using it, and it came up with some pretty good stuff. We've recorded some bits for the diecast using GarageBand in the past on the device. So it works pretty well. Um, they added on iMovie a while ago. I I, I cut up a, a movie for the kids using it, and that's and it turned out really well as well. Now they've they've added on to the iPad, and they've added trailers into it as well. So they've, they've again, ah, he's almost there. Uh, and then really leveraging the power of 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 the the chips they're putting into the device and and the GPU as well, and and now they they've added in uh, the, the I would say the Coup de Grasse, which is basically the the iPhoto um, app. And there's a lot of, I mean, there's there's been iPhoto, the Photoshop Touch has been Sound uh, SourceForge, um, was it SourceForge or PhotoForge? PhotoForge two, 
which is a really good app. Uh, there's a lot of, of, of camera apps out there. Um, Apple finally entered the market and, and said, okay, here's ours, and this is what it does. And actually, it is it is bloody impressive. I've, I've been uh, playing around with it all day, um, and I could see myself going away on a trip with my iPad and my... Uh, with my iPad and my camera, and taking my, and it'll it'll take uh, raw pictures up to uh, 14 megapixel. So you slap or 19 megapixel, slap the uh, SD card into the camera adapter, hook it up, and away I go and 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 edit them up and and give samples away to people who need them, and and it'd be fine. Like I I don't have any I don't see any problems uh, whatsoever. So I think it'll be good. I think it'll be really good. Uh, pretty impressive. But, um, so I had two questions to ask there, yeah. uh, and I can't I can't entirely remember exactly what they are. Um, well, oh yeah, so all these apps <laughs> that are coming out for the new iPad. Remember, yeah. I'm sitting on the floor here, here cuddling my my bottle of Jack. Right, <laughs> give me give me some leeway. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Um, all these apps that are coming out for the iPad are are they going to work on the iPad one and the iPad two? So or do they re- like? That's a good, it's a good question. They're, they they've actually done something quite um, they've they've done something where they they baselined the uh, the OS for all these new apps to be five point one. So you now right now most most devices out there were five zero one. They they released five point one at the same time as they released the iPad three. They announced the iPad three, and so all all of the the Apple apps got a speed bump. So you had a. Um, all uh, pages, keynote numbers, um, uh, GarageBand, uh, iPhoto, and and uh, iMovie all got upgraded, and they required the minimum of 5.1 to run. Okay. So these apps will run on the older hardware, and they do run like on the iPad One. I'm able to run everything except iPhoto, and iPhoto requires you to have a front-facing camera. Okay. I'm not sure why. I think it's just a baseline that the GPU is going to be power more uh, powerful enough. So when you think about which devices have a front-facing camera, we're talking iPhone 4, iPhone 4S, iPad 2, and the new iPad. Um, so these are all A5 chips or very close to being A5 chips. Uh, so they're, 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 they're the bigger chips or the bigger GPU. So that, that's the requirement to run iPhoto. Um, they all, I mean, the resolution got speed bumped as well. So everybody's rushing as fast as possible to to scale and and to rebuild and and redo the graphics in their in their in their uh, applications. Some of them already show up. Like uh, if I if I look at Twitterific, they they did something with their font uh, almost immediately, like a couple of days ago. They when they knew this was coming out, they updated it for the bigger font, and it actually looks um, it looks really really sharp just on the iPad too. So I can imagine what, how great it's going to look on the iPad. Uh, on the iPad 3 next week when it comes out. So we'll see, you know, we'll see how that works. And then, uh, and then, uh, but uh, yeah, so there is, there is, there is going to be a few apps left behind. Um, and so the other thought that came to mind is everything, and, and I know we don't want to go there, we don't even want to mention it, but whenever people talk about the Windows tablet, they no, say, we can go that, there. We can, we can go there. I don't, I don't know if I'm going there. Well, they they say what's going to save the Windows tablet is Office, but if you've already got Office on the iPad, right? I mean, you said you've got Keynotes, Numbers, and and uh, the other one, uh, uh, key, key, Keynote Numbers and Pages. 
Yeah, and there's there's so, docks to go, and there's office two, and all that kind of stuff as well. The um, the like, like how is how is office on on a Windows tablet going to be so amazing that that people are going to suddenly turn away from the iPad, which already has an office suite. So to answer your question, Eric, it's actually it's actually pretty simple. The what's what's gonna what's gonna save any Windows tablet is 100% compatibility of their Office apps, right? So if you spend two three hours working on your presentation and then uh, you need to do the finishing touches on the train or on the plane on your way to your meeting, you would get in there, you would open it up, and all your fonts. All your artwork, all your clip art, all your positioning, all your smart art things, everything you need to do for your PowerPoint will fit exactly the way it is and you won't have any compatibility issues whatsoever. So the promise of Office is it doesn't matter where you are, especially Office 15, doesn't matter where you are, you will have like perfect uh, um, perfect compatibility. So the... the, the um, the the one issue with with I would say with any of the of the non office apps, including the Apple apps, and this includes Data Viz's Data Docs to Go and everybody else's as well, and the Google Docs, is that you you miss fonts. Like you know, this font will be substituted here, and this will be done there, and that's okay if you're just in that collaboration phase of getting your docs ready. Right. But when you're when you're you, you, you okay? Do you want me to give you the other bottle now? Yeah, yeah. Balance me out. So. So when you're getting when you're getting to that stage where you need to um, you, you you really you're going to present something uh, you either you're at, right now what you do is that you 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 export all of your 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 stuff into a PDF format or and then you present the PDFs and not and not the keynote um, unless you built it using Keynote using Helvetica and using all the stuff that you would find on your iPad um, so. What I've done sometimes is I've prepared presentations solely on the iPad and presented it from the iPad, and it looks great. And then what I'll do is if I need to present them on a PC, I'll send them to PDF and give them to the PC people, and they look okay there, but they don't have any of the cool animations. Or if, I, if I've worked on an anime or I've worked with other people on, a, on something and we have to go present that presentation somewhere in a conference room or whatever, I'll bring the iPad and I'll tell them to email me that presentation as a PDF, and I'll present the PDF. And people will still get impressed because I'm doing it off an iPad, but I'm kind of cheating. I'm not using Keynote, and I'm not using the Keynote remote, which is something I really want to use anyways, right? The only thing is the, um, like the Keynote and all that, they're really good if you're starting from scratch and you're going to present them from an Apple device onto an Apple device. But I have found that when people send me Excel sheets and stuff, that there, there, there's a point where it works and there's a point where it stops working. So I'm anxious for it to become um, seamless. Okay, at, at this point, I want to point out to our, our sponsors that uh, giving us more money would really help uh, uh, Stephen getting a car that doesn't make have as much road noise. So, <laughs> and if we can maybe pay off the cloud so that it would stop raining, that would be great too. Is <laughs> oh, that rain? I think uh, it's, it's that, pouring. So that's 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 not your 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 winter tires hitting the road. Well, there's the winter tires hitting the road. There's the rain and the 50 mile an hour winds that are pelting the car. That my umbrella almost flew. I had to actually deploy my umbrella to get to the car, and it was folding in half. It looked like it was bent like a banana. So what about what about the sun flare? Do you get any any whiplash from? Uh... Yeah, coronal ejection. <laughs> Corona ejection. Um, co- coronal. I thought people were just pelting bottles of Corona at you. <laughs> I was going to say, don't shake the bottle before you open it. You won't it's have a, to deal with it. It's a Corona ejection. 
Oh great, Mia had no and no line. Uh, <laughs> 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 the best joke tonight, you know it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Anyways. So um so yeah, so that, that that's the big thing about the Windows tablet thing when it comes into play, uh, Eric, is that it's gonna it's it's gonna have if they can pull it off, and right now they, they haven't said they're pulling it off yet. If they can pull it off, Office fifteen will be uh Will will be well, yeah, the killer. That's it because we don't know yet with the Windows 8 tablets. If you've got an Intel tablet, theoretically, you're going to get everything on your PC. You're going to get it on your tablet. But if you're on an ARM Windows 8 tablet, we have no idea what's coming down. And from the sounds of it, it's it's not going to be. You're not going to get full Office on a Windows ARM tablet. So Microsoft I mean, has said there's been no compromise, right? So they, they, you'll have an amazing. Uh, they said there's no compromise, but there will be limitations. So yeah, and and right now, the, from what right. everything I've I, everything I've heard, there has been no there has been no official uh, announcement of a metrified, which is uh, my new word I'm using now, a metro version, which is uh, the, the the tiles, the Windows tile and tiling system, which is called Metro. So a metrified version of of Office 15. There's been no word of that. Nobody's even talked about a metrified. Uh, version of that right now there's that mail app which kind of reminds me a little bit too much of outlook express back in the in the early 2000s um so you know there's a little bit of a i mean it's a gorgeous app but it just doesn't do enough and and that's what i mean by outlook express not that it looks old and janky and doesn't half work but uh that doesn't matter we're in the post pc era well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying is that is that if it ha- if office 15 is not metrified then Office 15 might actually just be redundant. It might be past its prime, right? Yeah. Unless- yeah, but I think I think Azure is going to be the play, right? Is going to be well. You don't have to have Office on your device. You just need to have a link to the to the cloud so that you can run Office out of the cloud. And I think that's what the big play is going to be. So, so you're on a on a train right now, and on a train is fine because you've got a cell phone signal and all that kind of stuff. But if if anybody who's taken a plane in the last little while will know that. You can't use Azure or Google Cloud in a plane. You have to be offline. Unless they have. No, no. A lot of flights have Wi-Fi now. A lot of flights. If you're on the regional jets, I agree. There usually isn't Wi-Fi. But if you're on a, anything by Boeing or Airbus, is probably a better than 80% chance that you have Wi-Fi at your disposal. Not all of us are going to the same glorious places you're going to, Stephen. We travel. and uh, some- No, no. I often fly the regional jets. So then I'm, I'm usually uh, SOL. But... Uh, I'm just saying is if you're flying anywhere that's a long haul and not just a one-hour flight jump, you're, you're a good chance that you're going to be able to get, and that's now, in five years and ten years when, you know, and look, most of these um, cloud plays have contingencies for off, offline uh, continuation of work. Continuate right? Continuation of work, but we're not talking, we're talking about like, I mean, the beauty of an iPad is that, is that stick it in airplane mode, open any app, and, and you're pretty much good to go. Right, so so you open up Pages, you still have your, you still have access to your photos, you still have access to your photo stream, you still have access to everything that you had on your device before you went into airplane mode. Yeah, but you won't be able to use your uh, Apple TV. Well, if you if you manage to get an Apple TV working on a plane, you're a better man than me. <laughs> I take that as a challenge. <laughs> By the way, I am I I will be selling an Apple TV first generation. If anybody's asking, I put an order in for an Apple TV too. I have to say, of like, I have to say that look, the iPad, the new iPad, is a great device. 
There is nothing about it that wants me to put away my Apple, uh, my iPad 2. Uh, the, 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 the screen is nice, but it's just not – none of it is a, is a game changer for me. For you, because right? no, you have an iPad 2. I mean, we're right. talk, you got to think about all, the, all of us who have the iPad 1. But the one device that did get me thinking about, wow, that would be fun to have is actually this, the updated uh, Apple TV. 1080p is a big seller. Uh, and that's yeah. what I did. I went for 1080p. I just, I, 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 you know what it's, and it's a hundred bucks. It's, it's a no brainer. Bang. You're done. I know that that's a first world thing to say, but, uh, I live in the first world. So the hell with all of you. Uh, <laughs> so that's it. It's a no brainer. hundred bucks. That's it. I'm done. I'm it. I'm, I'm okay. I, I haven't bought a cable box. I still, I, you know, I bought a, I bought this one box, whatever. And I have a $7 uh, subscription to Netflix. It's not a huge expense for me to spend a hundred bucks and get an Apple TV. So. And for the ninety nine percent, if you want to send an email, it's Johnny Canuck at twofatdads dot com. <laughs> if the ninety nine percent is managing to to listen to their to this podcast, they have internet and they or they have an iPhone, and therefore they're no longer the ninety nine percent. So <laughs> they're more than that four percent. No, and I'm not. Try, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to be condescending and 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 a jerk there. But I mean, in reality, this is a technology dad cast. And 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 it's it's we mostly hit North America and and some of Europe, so it's not and as we're big if in Japan now. And we're big in Japan now, so it's not as if and 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 Shenzhen, and it's not as if we we are uh, we you know we're catering to to you know whatever. We're Apple fanboys to a certain degree, and and we talk no, about no, no, technology. No. Hey 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 hey! Oh, you're a bigger fanboy than you think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure if I was saying I'm getting rid of my iPod, my my iPad one for 250 bucks, Eric would be like, uh, yeah. So Patsy wants an iPad. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> uh, no, I I have no problem with Apple products for other people, but they're not for me. Yeah, but they're for other people in your house. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Which is I which got is, no problem with that. Which I I, th- I believe is the same quandary Alistair's in, right? So. But anyways, so, so that's so I, I'm actually pretty excited about the the whole the whole announcement. It was good. Uh, I, I uh, a couple of things, cool things about uh, five point one. There is a uh, they did an update to the um, the way the camera works. So when you hit the when you hit the home button, the camera thing is right there, and you can just swipe up and you straight into picture. So it's actually uh, one click and one a click and a swipe away. Before it was a double click and uh, and a button press to get to where you were going. So they made it a lot faster, uh, a lot more intuitive. They seem to have ironed out a lot of the bugs. I'm not getting the dipped call uh, sound, the voice call sound on on when I'm using on the phone. I, I use it a lot. This I've been forwarding my calls uh, to the phone for the last couple of days to make to just you know try it out and see how it would work. And I haven't had a single issue with it at all. Uh, the battery life seems to be pretty stable. Uh, they fixed a lot of of stuff on on the 4s. So. Uh, if anybody has a four using uh, using five point one, let me know. I I quickly tested a three GS with with five point one, and that seemed to work really well as well. I didn't have any problems, but I don't no longer have a a, a phone line attached to that device, so I'm not sure how it's going to go. So we'll we'll take your feedback on that. You, again, you can you can uh, you can tweet us at at two fat dads. Uh, that's on the Twitter. You can go to our Facebook page now. We have a Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash two fat dads. Uh, I, I don't. I can't remember if we let you uh, write 
uh, comments on our wall or if we let you comment on the comments we've written. Uh, we're still feeling it out. We're really not Facebook people, but we're trying. We're trying. So like us up. If we get a bunch of likes in the near future, we'll, we'll post more stuff to it and, and we'll see what we can do and, and maybe we can take the conversation on from there. But So we're on Facebook. You can reach us through that as well. And uh, I think we're on Google+, Plus, but nobody else is there. So uh, I don't know. Eric, do you have anything to say about that? No, not really. I'm not even on Google+. Plus that much. <laughs> the only person on Google+, Plus is Andre Nantel. God, we love the guy. And that's the only reason I still go to Google+, Plus is to see, the, see his cool stuff. Because so, uh, he has a digital photography blog, which I visit every day. And I, although he hasn't posted in a little, in a little while, um, I still visit it quite often. But he will... Uh, he will post the bejesus out of Google+. Plus. So, great uh, stuff, it's, too. It's, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Tiny? It's critical mass, right? It's critical mass. Facebook has got it, and, uh, and that's all there is to it. But we're still heavily on Twitter. I mean, if you really want to get to us, we're, Twitter is probably the place where, where, where you'll find us faster than anything else. We, we respond to stuff. So it's at Schulster, at MTL underscore Steve, at Johnny Canuck, and at Mononk, and at Berg42. Uh, we're all on there. Um, if you go to our, our Twitter page, at Two Fat Dads, all our, all our names are listed there as well. So reach out to us. It's great. Um, we, I, I, one thing we I did do with Apple TV. Stuff. Sorry? We love to get free stuff. <laughs> that's that's true. I one thing I did do is I, I the minute I got Apple TV loaded up the other night, I went up on, on and and I I pulled up the Dadcast and I was going through uh, the, one of our shows with the Dad and, and had all the uh, you know the, the pictures uh, this the, kind of like the slideshow kind of view of, of the Dadcast. It's pretty cool actually. I'm, I'm pretty impressed by how it looks. Uh, it's really neat to see your name on on a TV. Um, and and I was I got a little emotional. I was like, pretty cool. I took a picture of it. Anyways, so uh, that's really neat. So if if you're on iTunes and you like the show, uh, drop by uh, back to the iTunes again um, and just just like it. You know, just 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 um, give us a five star rating. Uh, but also tell us your remarks. Tell us how you feel. Tell us what you like about the show. Tell us what we can improve. We love that kind of stuff. So that's great. We got uh, we've got comments in the UK. Got comments in the in the U.S. by Ted Forbes, uh, who is has a uh, photography podcast which we absolutely adore, and we have a comments here in Canada. So we have a few comments. We'd love to see more. Uh, keep rating us. We'd love that as well. So that's my little plug, my plea for uh, for 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 attention, uh, and uh, and it's great. So we apologize for the sound quality tonight. It's it's uh, Steve is is uh, are you are you in your house yet, Steve? I am. Okay. So at least you're in the house now. Do I sound better? You sound a little tinny, but we can put up with that for for the rest of the show. It's no big deal. So, is there anything else you guys uh, saw in the in the uh, in the announcement, or had questions about the device, or you want to know what was going on, or or anything else that you guys wanted to bring up about the iPad? And there's a lot of stuff going back and forth all over the things. Uh, I do have to put I mean, a little. Thing, Sorry, go ahead, one Eric. Thing that's interesting. Yeah, one thing I found interesting is they're they're still producing the iPad too. In a sixteen, in the sixteen yeah, gig they, format, right? So, yeah, it's the low end because it, you know it's they do that with the iPhone now. Right? So they still have the iPhone four in an eight in an eight gig format. It's their low end iPhone, right? So this is their low end iPad, right? So they're they're hitting that that three hundred ninety nine dollar mark, which is only a uh, hundred bucks more than uh, than a Kindle and uh, and you know so you're getting to the point where you're getting a hell of a com- of a computing device for not that much more than what you would get for a reader. So 
I don't know. And it's still, I mean, these are, these are high-end devices. I'm, I'm never going to say that Apple devices are low-end. These are high-end devices, but they also give you high-end tools to work with them. So, Can, can you imagine uh, if RIM tried to do that when they come out with the new playbook? What, just... just they still keep, keep they the old still one? They still keep producing the old one, but it's what, available for $25. Well, no, what they keep doing is they just keep the re- re-releasing the old one as something new. That's, that's all they've done. So... <laughs> So, but and that boy, it makes that the whole thing about the rim and the and the Apple makes me makes me laugh because the the playbook tablet itself is actually a good tablet. There's there's absolutely nothing wrong with the hardware on that tablet. It, it was some pretty sexy sexy stuff. It had some HD cameras front and back. We shot a video a video of Steve and we said that we it's on the sh- it's on the show, um, it's on the website uh, and on YouTube of Steve doing barbecue and that video is absolutely amazing. And that was like a year ago on a tablet that was pretty much useless. So, but it actually has you know some good features. They, there's just no apps for it, no apps whatsoever. And and this is what Apple has always done. I said this at the beginning, at the beginning of the podcast. Uh, I'll repeat myself again, but it's like what Alan Kay, um, you know, the computer scientist, has said many many years ago. People who are dead serious about their software also make their hardware. And and that's what uh, and that's what Apple's done. You know, they decided that they want something to run their 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 stuff and so they decide to make their own hardware. And it's their apps. Their apps are are killing it. And then the community, the the developers jump in and create some other great apps as well. I mean, um, I was going through the list of the apps I use uh, on a day-to-day basis, apps like Notability, uh, which I posted an article on the site for um, apps like uh, Omni Outliner. Uh, there's a ver- there's a database version of Bento available for it. Goodreader, Flipboard, um, some great third party apps that are absolutely gorgeous to use. Um, really, really powerful and 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 work great. So um, it's pretty neat. I have to uh, shout out to, uh, to to Stephen Hackett for he's having a bit of a rough time these last couple of days. His uh, he 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 noticed in iPhoto that they that 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 Apple has gone away from using Google Maps everywhere. So in iPhoto, when you do a little map view, uh, you know of where you took the picture, it shows you some open maps. It doesn't show you the Google Maps. So he noticed this last night. He posted it to his thing. It got picked up by John Gruber. Got picked up daringfireball.net. Got picked up by Ars Technica. Uh, got picked up by M.G. Siegler of Paris Lemon and TechCrunch. Got picked up by uh, the unofficial Apple weblog and a few other places. And now it's going through the serial uh, re- reblog cycle. So, And his server has been hammered for the last like uh, couple of days. And he's, he's, getting, he's getting hit hard on it. But uh, his stats are probably going through the roof. It's gonna, he's going to have this great big penis spike in the middle of his stats for the next four weeks. And he's, nothing else will compare to that for, the, for a little while. But good on him. Uh, for pointing that out, and 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 good luck with the server, Steve. We're, we're rooting for you. Um, if you if you're also on the iTunes, look up his podcast, uh, Five Twelve Pixels uh, podcast. It's a great um, it's 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 a great podcast. Him and and Mike Hurley, they do a good job. So listen up. So it's very 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 Apple centric. A hell of a lot more Apple centric than we are. Actually, uh, have you have you listened to the most recent one? Yeah. So the re- recent one is about the is pretty much about uh, the announcement, right? So, uh, no. Which one did you the listen last to? One about, uh, about, about Metro. Yeah, so they were. Yeah, they, yeah, they're talking about the, the the upcoming announcement and and reviewing Metro. So. Oh, you're talking about the Metro announcement. I thought you were talking about the iPad announcement. No, you're right. Yes, it is all about the Metro announcement. And it's true. They they did. The, I've never seen two Apple fanboys talk so much about Windows in a good way, and then also tear it apart later. But 
It's, it was a good show. It's hard. Microsoft is coming into a game where it should have been prepared 10, 15 years ago, but they got cocky, they got arrogant, and they got caught with their pants down, and, 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 and you know, they just weren't thinking. They thought that there's no way this little fruit company would be able to do anything to touch them. And, and but, you know, Microsoft was that, that fruit company, you know, many years ago, right? So, but... And, and I mean, you know, we've seen that too other technology companies where everybody loves them and everyone's using their stuff and and all of a sudden someone comes up from behind them and, and shoots right past it at 100 miles an hour and they're standing there wondering what the hell happened. It's, 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 uh, there, there's an expression uh, in French, an expression in the French, there's <laughs> a French expression about, uh, about looking at one's navel for too long, you know, navel staring. And, uh, and, and you can't do that. In technology, you cannot stand still if you're not moving forward you're moving backwards and and microsoft when you look at the when you look at the product line they did basically nothing for 10 years well they, uh, i mean they pretty much say uh, in six months the product is old and 18 months the product is obsolete so if you're not on a six month cycle uh your your products are you know they're they're old they're not you know and I would say that's true. That's truer now because we're we're so much into like what I would what I would call a consumer market. We're no longer where it's no longer where uh, computers are the specialty of IT pros. They're the specialty of everybody, right? So an IT this, pro this, an IT pro can make a, a a product last ten fifteen years because he's going to take him ten fifteen years to get the average user to learn how to use it. Uh, nowadays, your product it's a hit and miss. Bing, bing, bang, you're in, you're out, and that's it. You're done, right? So you got you got to keep innovating and keep moving forward all the time. Well, I mean, if you look at apps, your 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 product cycle could be weeks, right? Yeah. I mean, one week everybody loves your stuff. Next week, someone comes out with something that that's you know a little bit fancier, a little bit better, integrates a a little bit you know wider, and and boom, you're gone. Everyone switches over. To to a degree, Angry Birds kind of reminds me of um, of of uh, late, well, '80s pop, I would say, where where uh, you come out with five, six songs that sound exactly alike, and then about 45 minutes later, it's the oldest thing in the world. Like nobody even wants it. <laughs> Did you see what? No, but I mean, Angry Birds. You got to hand it to a rodeo, rather. You got to hand it to them. They got NASA to advertise their next edition. <laughs> so they're doing they're doing the Angry Birds space. But Angry Birds yeah. space is. I think this one's jumping the shark a little bit. We'll have to see. I, I've seen the video. It looks okay, but I think it's a bit of jumping the shark. We'll have to see. I Steve, don't know, but still, Steve, you're still an Angry Birds player. Oh, I know. I haven't played that in months. My kids play Angry Birds. Yeah, that's uh, that's telling something, eh? Yeah, I think if you can get NASA to to do some ads for you on the space station, you're doing pretty good. Yeah, but NASA's is is and I my my apologies to Mitch who works at JPL, uh, but NASA is pretty much it's going nowhere fast, really, isn't it? They it's, sold out in the seventies. <laughs> That's, whenever Steve's got a good connection, he's always he's always much better on the show. I have to admit, <laughs> just more confident. It's it's harder it's harder to, to put in a, a slight remark when you're hit, having to hit the mute button all the time, eh? <laughs> that that when there's people looking at you every time you say like three words on the train. <laughs> so I guess I guess that's put, puts our idea of doing that that two fat dads commuters podcast at rest, eh? Uh, I don't think it'll work. 
Yeah, I think uh, I think that will have to hit the it's hit for the pit. Unless we yeah. use the, uh, the the private the private uh, car in the uh, on the train, uh, otherwise known as a public toilet, <laughs> which I don't really want to be doing a show in there anyway. No. But no, I don't think that, I don't think we can get away with doing a show on the train. It would be cool though. Twenty five minutes, you hear that, laid it all out, and after that, you're done. So well, we'll see. Maybe we'll see. If somebody else wants to pick that up. They can do it on the go train in Toronto. Those things are damn loud. Yeah, uh, I, I mentioned. Have you seen the um, smoked by windows advertisements? No. They uh, so I think they filmed most of them at CES, and uh, they had this guy from Windows there, or sorry, from Microsoft with his Windows phone, and he was challenging people who came by the booth. Oh, that to, thing. To, okay. Yeah, you know, to post a photo on Facebook or to find a four star restaurant or something like that, right? Versus his Windows phone. So uh, I was thinking we need to get it because we've all got I mean, We've got iPhones. We've got Android phones. We've got Windows phones. We can probably easily get it, get hold of a BlackBerry. Yeah, and, but you know uh, what? There's something to said about that. I don't really care about being the first to post. I just want to have the well, not necessarily the best post out there, but I want to have a, a good post. Like I will – I don't really care about, about finding, finding a, a restaurant bet fastest. I want to find a good restaurant. I don't really care oh. about. I don't really care about getting a tweet out that second about this feature and that feature. I want to make sure my English is more or less grammatically correct, which nine times out of ten isn't. <laughs> so I apologize. But uh, really, no, I admit I'm a French Canadian. You know, playing in an English wor- world, I, I do my the best I can, and, and sometimes that's great, and sometimes it sucks. Uh, but I don't make no qualms about it. There's no guarantees. You know, it's okay. Okay, I guarantee full money back guarantee. You know, whatever you put into Twitter, I'll give it back to you. So, <laughs> you know, like, but um, uh, we, that, we can work that into it too. Well, we know. could try. Yeah, I know. Experience is speed is not, you know, demonstrate but I'm, that experience. I, I'm used to my workflow. Like, I'm used to the wor- the workflow I ho- I have. And when people see me sometimes using an iPhone, they they're they're a little bit amazed at what I can actually do with it. But I have to. I and then I kind of have to remind them that I was probably that fast after six months of using my BlackBerry. And I was probably that fast after six months using my Palm Trio at whatever task I was doing, right? I've, if you know the key sequences and you know what to do, it's basically a gamer's world, you know, left, right, up, down, left, right, B, 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 four, you know, and then you're done. So it, it's that guy was probably really well trained. And, I, and I, I seem to remember it was always him, right? It wasn't just, oh, yeah. It wasn't anybody randomly. I'm sure they were prepping his his phone beforehand. He's know? probably a magician in the background. You're like he's he's able to like he's got incredibly nimble fingers. So, anything else you want to add to the uh, iPad uh, iPad announcement or the, uh, the this week's announcements of Apple products, guys? No, nothing. I, I talked about the Apple uh, Apple TV, which I thought was a sleeper, and um, the um, the fact that they're selling the app uh, iPad two for like four hundred bucks. I think is is huge. I mean, it almost gets you thinking. It maybe it's not not a bad idea to buy a second one. Again, it sounds like a first world thing, but it's amazing value for the stuff you can do with them. And I think we haven't we have maybe we did when I, uh, but I, I don't know that we talked about the uh, Apple Care Plus at all. We didn't. We didn't talk about that at all. So take us through that. Well, it's. I think if I'm not mistaken, it's a hundred bucks. It's. Um, is a, a guarantee that goes beyond the normal wear and tear on the on the product that actually allows you to drop and smash it or or drown the device and to allow you to replace up to twice 
your device. So yeah, I think it's a fifty dollar charge when you do it as yeah, well. There's a service fee attached to it, but still, for at most two hundred dollars, you can you can go through three iPads in two years. And I believe that the uh, the, the glass replacement on an iPad is close to two to three hundred dollars to begin with. Yeah, so that that basically says let your kid run around with your iPad. Don't treat it like it's it's grandma's china and use it, which to me is awesome because we lend our kids, but the, 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 you know, they're three and a half and six, right? So they're careful, but they're kids, right? Um, the shiny things distract them and they look to the side and things go flying. This to me says, you know what? Let them play with it. Let them have fun and don't worry about it because you got an insurance policy in your back pocket. So I think it's a great, a great product, or at least a great service uh, that they're providing for relatively no money. So I, 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 I totally agree with that as well. Uh, but I'm, I, I, more for Butterfinger dads than than let my kids run around with it. I mean, uh, I, I don't even if it's only going to cost me like 150 bucks to get something replaced. I don't want to be that dad screaming at his kid. Um, or or getting mad or whatever, even if it's like 150 bucks. So I don't really let the kids play with the iPad, and unless I'm sitting with them, I'm still very a little bit overprotective. Um, I, th- I think that's just a different choice. But I, and I see what you're getting at, though, is that it it doesn't matter. Like now they want you to use it. They they're trying to to alleviate. They're trying to what they're trying to do is they're trying to alleviate the problems that that people are going to drop these things on purpose, or people are going to be idiots, or are going to do something, or are going to leave them on top of the car. It's going to go flying around the place. And uh, but I, I think it goes beyond that. I think it's get them into the next generation's hands. Get them to be comfortable with it early. Next thing you know, you have a family that has four iPads. And that's what they're gunning for, right? Because if the kids are, are constantly told, no, don't hold it, no, don't run with it, no, don't play with it, the kids are going to go and do something else, right? I think they see it as an avenue to sell more product as well. And that's the brilliance of it, right? Anybody in sales will tell you if you can get your customer to hold the product, you have a better chance of selling it. If you say, no, 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 I'm just browsing and you walk away, you'll never sell the, whatever it is to that guy. But you say, hey, hold on. Did you see this is real leather? And you hold it. Next thing you know, now there's a tactile response. You're holding it. You're looking at it differently and whatnot. Now, I'm not saying a five-year-old will do that. But, wow, angry birds. Look at this. There's that. And the next thing you know, they're, they're, they're doing math applications on it. And you say, oh, you're saying, well, maybe we'll get them a second gen or you know a used first one off of Craigslist or whatever. And next thing you know, you have four iPads in the house. Maybe you're buying more apps now. And it just feeds itself and it gains this momentum, right? So I think, uh, you know, and then when they hit school or whatever and they're in the market to buy, rather than be looking at something that they've never held in their lives or were told never to touch and they're looking, well, they're going to say, no, I've already owned three iPads. I'm going to buy a fourth. So I think from 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 a, a marketing perspective, from a psychology perspective, I think it, it's just brilliant. And it, it's no money. No, I think I, I, th- I think you're right. I think I think you're all right too. And it's not just the younger generation. It's also like this generation. Like you know, get get it get into the hands of like 50, 60 year olds who probably have avoided or managed to avoid using a computer most of their life because the job didn't depend on it. But suddenly now they've been left behind the technology thing because they never use a keyboard. I, I look at my. My my father's one of the perfect examples. I mean, he's had a computers his whole life, but he's never really been into computing. He's done email with him and whatnot. But he called me after he read the Steve Jobs book, and he said, I get it now. 
I get it. I, I need to go pick up and get myself an iPad. I get it. I understand what this is all about. And and it's like, oh, well, all I had to do was, 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 was invent some incredibly slick piece of glass uh, that, that would almost, you know, guess where your fingers are going and be able to let you prod and poke it or whatever you want for you to understand what I do for a living. That's awesome. Great. Awesome. <laughs> but, he, he you know, basically saying that he gets it, you know, and, it, and I think that's the generation the iPad touches as much as the younger generation. It, the, the, the ones in between, all of us, we're not that important. Well, no, we fall into that 18 to 35 or whatever 20 to 40 category that spend, spend, spends. We're huge. We, we, no, we spend, 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 but we'll spend for our parents, we'll spend for our kids. We know how computers work, right? Right. We don't need to be taught again. What the iPad's allowing us to do is to teach everyone else how to use a computer without having, yeah. to, be there, without having to be their tech support. Yeah, but it also removes that 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 it, it's it's a cost of entry right if if you look at something and eric tell, tell me if you think i'm wrong here but if you're looking at something you say that's beautiful but if i drop it i just lost 600 bucks versus oh here's something that looks really cool and i don't have to treat it like it's made of uh you know uh, bone china then you're going to use it and you might even buy it whereas you may not have bought it before and it's that Removing that barrier that is that that hesitancy to buy something because you think maybe I'll drop it or my kids will drop it, and that's that's key when you're looking at people's behavior and how they shop and how they buy, you're going to look for reasons to not buy it, right? And is it too expensive? Is it too fragile? You know, I think you hit the nail on the head there when you said their behavior because I mean you look at this whole selling insurance uh, deal. All the retailers are doing it, right? For whatever you buy, they're going to sell you insurance. And you're going to look at something and say, like, ah, oh, this costs 50 bucks. I'm not going to pay $5 for insurance for this. But you look at something and say, that's $400. It's $500. 100 bucks insurance. It's not a bad deal. And, and you know, as I say, you think about it, too. Something that you're going to hang on the wall and never touch, you figure, wow, it's not going to break. That's going to last 20 years. But an iPad, you're, you're carrying that around. You're taking it on the train with you. You're... You know, it's going all over the place. So you figure that that $100 is probably going to be worth it, right? Whether it is in the end, I, I don't know. Uh, you know, in a house full of kids, yes, it's probably going to be worth it. But uh, someone else who, who might who might buy it for the same reason, but, you know, they have no kids. They're, uh, you know, very cautious and whatnot. I don't know, but like you said, it's the behavior, it's the psychology there of selling mm-hmm. that insurance. The use case is a lot more um, probable, right? Where, where when you go to buy a, a TV uh, or something, right, something big maybe like two, three years ago, and they would always say, well, if you put your coffee on it and you spill it by accident, I don't know what you have, never put my coffee down or a tea or anything on the TV or on the grand piano or, or whatever it is that you <laughs> bought that's really expensive, Right. So if it's going to break, it's going to because a string popped or because there was dust in it and it shorted or got too hot and it just died because it hit its life expectancy for that specific part. You're, you know, you're not going to push your piano down the stairs and have falling down the stairs insurance. But now you have insurance that if you drop your, your shiny piece of glass and it cracks in two, you'll get a new one back. And you think, wow, that is really probable. That could really happen, Right. And and they're going to sell a lot of this Apple Plus insurance. But they, they you have to you have to remember that they've also built an entire grand piano out of glass. 
Like, <laughs> you know, like the, the iPhone is two slabs of glass. The iPad is a 10-inch slab of glass. So if they don't give you, I mean, they might have put Gorilla Glass 2 into it for all they care about, whatever, but if they don't give you some kind of policy out of there, some kind of way of fixing it when it does break, ugh, they've just made a consumable product that you give, you've got to get rid of. I mean, they, they can put all the best uh, EPA ratings they want on their website, but if, if basically the f- first time this thing cracks or breaks or something goes wrong, you have to chuck it out and get a whole brand new one, uh, it's not very recyclable, right? So they've done, they've done a bunch of things right, and I think they've done it all at the same time, and they've wrapped it up nicely. And their marketing department has done a pretty good job of upselling us uh, on on spending a little bit more for a device, which, you know, they they, they kept the price the same, but at the end of the day, you're still going to be spending fifty to hundred bucks more on Apple Care and Apple Care Plus, whatever, right? So, they're smart. They're smarter than than we are. I'm smart. <laughs> okay. Yes, you're smart, Steve. And on that note, <laughs> <laughs> on that note, I think we should. I think we should give it a. Should, should, should put it at rest. Um, I, I'd, I'd love to uh, uh, talk more tablets throughout the year. I've got a few more. I wanted. I want to show you guys when uh, when we're all in the same in the same Wendy house together. Um, tablets have come by my my attention recently. So um, and then we can do we can do a real comparison when uh, when when I get my hands on the iPad three as well. It should be fun. Should be Sounds a fun good. spring. Should be a fun springtime is tablet time. That's what I like. Right. Is that when they harvest the tablets? Yeah, that's when they. <laughs> it's when the it's when they, it's when the, the tablets come out of their hibernation with their tabletettes, and their <laughs> and their super phones. So so Galaxy came out of the cavern and it came out with uh with his teenage Galaxy grown up now called the Note and it came up with this like you know it's. It's a six-year-old tablet called the Galaxy um, Nexus, and then the teeny little bitty 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 Galaxy one from Sony. There, the one that's like teeny 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 one is about the size of a dice. So, Android tablets are a whole thing that I don't get. <laughs> you know, I have a colleague of mine who just came came up from the states, uh, and he has the Google. You know that really big AMOLED screen. Um, the Nexus. Google, yeah, the new Nexus. Yeah. And so he's on Verizon and he crossed the border and he's trying to get this thing to work in Canada and it's kind of half on TELUS but not quite fully attached and it's telling it to – giving all these weird messages and stuff. So he finally contacts Verizon. Verizon says, oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's easy. You take the battery out. You take the SIM card out. You put the battery back in. You put the SIM card back in. Maybe not in that order. Put the lid back on. And start her up again, and it'll activate on the Canadian network. It's well known. And I'm like, wow, if that's what you have to do every time you cross the border, that that's a bad experience. So that's 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 it's the old that's the old BlackBerry adage, right? Oh, there's something wrong with BlackBerry. Just pull the battery. It'll be fine. No, stop. First of all, you can't pull the battery on an iPhone. And and I don't, can you pull the battery on your Sony Ericsson, Eric? Yeah. Okay, so maybe you can do that. But it, pulling the battery is like that's just wrong. That's somebody who I, doesn't know how to do a reboot. I can just picture a bunch of people at the airport and like, oh look, there are the guys with the Nexuses, and they're all popping their next eye, next eye, the next eye. That's, that's the plural of Nexuses. Anyways, <laughs> well, he got it going and it, it was working and it worked fairly okay. Uh, but it was interesting though, is that uh, all the people on Verizon that were roaming here on on Telus, it, it didn't just say Telus, it said enhanced. 
you know, on, on our phone it says, you know, AT&T or yeah. uh, Rogers or Bell or TELUS or whatever next to the, uh, the, the you know, next to the, uh, the the bars. Yeah. All their phones, all, all you could see was whether it be an iPhone or anything else, it said enhanced. So I don't know if that was a way of saying that they're on some kind of, you know, trying you know, to be 4G or something, even though we don't really have 4G. No, they just don't want to tell them that their tablet is now is now uh, is now on another person's network. Hey, uh, Steve, did did uh, you suddenly get an upgrade to 4G with when you upgraded your uh, your iPhone? Nope, neither did I. I I'm I'm surprised by the marketing people at uh, at AT and T, but that's another story. Yeah, interesting. I'm anxious to see if somebody sues. <laughs> All right, you guys got any plans for the weekend? Nope. Neither have I. All right. Home Depot. I think Eric has gone. Oh, there he is. Home Depot. Eric. Eric's not allowed up off the floor because um, until he finishes a bottle of whiskey, he's got. So he's yeah, like actually, uh, he's like drunken master of podcasting. He, he's better when he's completely <laughs> drunk. Yeah. Actually, I got I got to put the drywall and the rock still in the uh, onto into the wall in the furnace room this weekend. Did so you, ma- figured- you you managed to get it off the car then without a problem? Yeah, I had a friendly neighbor come over and help okay. me out. I apologize for that. The one day that you called me up to help you out, and I was uh, yeah, I you was, didn't come through for me. I, I, I was parenting. I remember. Uh, it. I don't think you wanted my 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 two year olds to come and see you. Uh, that would have been great. My three-year-olds, I should say. No, what was I doing? I or I just got back from a practice, or what? Actually, no. What I what I remember you saying is, I'm about to go for a nap now, and my wife's not home. <laughs> That's right. We had been to a ringette practice. We had been to a ringette tournament. I had a seven o'clock game, and then we had another five o'clock game afterwards. And and the and if I didn't put my daughter, uh, make sure my daughter had a nap, there was no way she was going to make that, that second game without me killing her. So <laughs> that's, that's what we were doing. I'm sorry. Next time I will, I will be a better, better buddy than a dad. Thank you. All right. I guess that's it for us this week. Uh, happy shopping, everybody. Hope you get your tablets on the 16th. If not, uh, they should be getting them before the 20th if you ordered them yesterday. Okay. Happy iPad. Bye, bye. I'm thinking that Apple Care Plus too quickly. Yeah, that's right. Go smash an iPad. (laughs) That's a wrap.